Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With your hosts, Matt and Emily. Whoop, there we go. I, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are your hosts and we are here and we are going to, um, we're going to podcast for you. What's a podcast? Well, um, man, you know, sometimes I wonder if, if, if people like just follow the links I provide because for, for the podcast and you just go, you know, you go to tbdpodcast.com and I don't know if people are just like listening on the in-browser player. Because I don't live that life. But I assume there's a lot of people who do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have those kinds of players that are just like on your your internet browser. But what I'm going to assume is somebody out there uh, subscribe to this little thing. And, with, and, and by subscribing, they get an audio file sent to them of you and I talking about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> That's what I think a podcast is. An audio file okay. of people talking. Okay, what if they're singing? Ooh, interesting. Um, is is singing completely not a type of talking? I'm just more talking about when I do our theme songs. But um, yeah, well, they're hearing that too. They're hearing they're hearing talking and singing. But is 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 the fact that it's singing mean it's not talking? I think singing and talk. I mean, making there's my- talk singing, which is like yeah, you like fake sing. What is what is all of what is all of making noise? What is the what is like humans making noise? What is the I think I think the category is humans making noise and singing is not talking. Okay. Um there's some overlap because you can talk sing. Can you sing yeah, but I, can you sing talk? I'm out of my element. Singing and talking are two different things. Um <laughs> We're talking. This is a podcast. We're drinking tea. Mm-hmm. We're talking tea. We're talking friendship. We're gonna do both. We're talking. Su- we're talking surprise topics. That's the podcast. That's it. That's my description. Um. Yep. We've got a couple of surprises here for you. Um. Emily's got one. I've got one. Uh. There's no guest, even though um. You know we we've been doing guests lately. There's just not one this week, and that's okay. You know sometimes there's no guest. I think people like us. If you listen to this podcast, if you still listen to this podcast, I assume that you like Emily and I. I would hope so. Um, it's you, like, I hate watched things, but it gives you no joy. Do you think, um, do you think people hate listen to like entire podcasts? Like that feels like such a commitment to hate listen to like an hour a week of, of people you don't like. <laughs> I feel like listening to podcasts is different than watching TV shows. Or I think it's easier to hate watch a TV show. What do you hate watch? I guess I I don't know. I would say I did not like Emily in Paris, but I didn't hate it. I found it enjoyable in how bad it was. I mean Also, that's t- my name is Emily. It is, that's true. I knew that about you. Um, but if you, if you enjoy, even if it's bad, but you enjoy it, is that hate watching or is that just like, yeah, a, that's I mean, a guilty pleasure? Um, one, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Hmm. I don't believe in that term. I, if it gives you pleasure, who cares? Well, I, I don't, don't think feel guilty about it. 
that see now that's true but i don't i think the term is more of a uh let's see if i can pronounce this word uh colloquialism um to describe i had really word. i think i did that word right i was really worried i wasn't going to um but i think it's just a term for like knowing the thing you're watching is bad i don't think anyone really has guilt for doing it maybe some people do I mean, that's how I describe watching the TV show Gotham, past topic on this show, is that I, it was kind of a dumb show, but I liked watching it. So I consider it a guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, I guess not in this particular sense where you're a boy, but I do think a lot of things girls like are termed guilty pleasures, like rom-coms and reality TV and stuff like that. Um yeah, I, I want to... It's a condescending term, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I've always assumed it like came... It's like a borrow... Like if I use it, it's almost borrowed from... Not that girl culture is a thing or a monolith, but I assume it no. was like some... I assume it came from a, a girl saying it first. Maybe that's... Uh, I don't think that's sexist of me to say, <laughs> but it seemed to have come from that like version of... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, because guys wouldn't be that... like guy culture like stereotypical guy culture i feel like has no guilt about anything <laughs> yeah and i guess that's kind of what i'm saying mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. like in a way i think sports could be a guilty pleasure but no one's ever referred to it as that uh but yeah liking rom-coms is generally like oh what my guilty pleasure is these movies like no don't feel guilt about it. Don't be embarrassed by it. I have a weird question about a weird follow up to this. Do you think that's because no. women are more responsible than men? <laughs> so they 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 know um, when something is they know when they're supposed to be guilty of something where men are just like, whatever, I do whatever I want. <laughs> no, I think it's because what women like is considered dumber than okay. what men like and less serious. Um, okay. Because now I want to be, I want to say, I want to say football like is a guilty pleasure. I want to like take that side. I want to take that tack and say it is because it's like, uh, now that we, like I'd say it wasn't, but it is now that we know how terrible it is for people <laughs> and concussions and all that. Like, I feel like it became like, I, like I could never, I, not that I don't watch ever, football ever, although I did not watch the Super Bowl, but, uh. Like, I can't watch football and not think, wow, these guys are really destroying their bodies <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's like a constant, and their brain, you know, their brains and whatnot. And like, it's one of those things that like, so if I, if I were to watch football, I would like either consider a guilty pleasure or a, or a privilege that I'm back at a bar. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, miss bars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically I think it's because as a society as a whole, things women like we are supposed to be embarrassed by. I, I, I will grant you that I feel I, I agree with everything you said. I think um, when if I ever say it or use it or think about it, and maybe there needs to be a new term that isn't one that's already like tainted or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely just think of it as something because I, I personally think I have many of them. I think like, oh, listening to this one band is a guilty pleasure of mine or... Um, there's like, yes, yeah, TV shows that I'm like, yeah, this isn't good, but I like watching it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else like that. It's usually cultural stuff that I feel that way with. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or like, I know if I, like, I guess it falls under like basic stuff, right? Like if something's, if you, if you call something you're doing basic, um, you're sort of admitting that it's like, 
uh, you're taking the, I don't know, the easy way or something. I don't know. <laughs> you're like admitting that you're ashamed of it when you shouldn't be ashamed of the things you like. Um, yeah. I'll say I always say it, I'm always doing it in I'm always doing it in jest whenever I'm describing yes. something. <laughs> yes. I have shame, what, but it's not about those things. <laughs> what is something I'm ashamed of? No, I'm not ashamed to watch Emily in Paris. Again, if we had had a real Halloween, that would have been my Halloween costume. Because again, I am Emily. Yeah. I am Emily. I know this about um, you. It's the it's the only thing I know about you, but I do know it. <laughs> um, hey Matt, um, I gotta plug my computer and talk for a second. All right, that's a plug for Emily's computer. Did you hear that? <laughs> um, there you go, it's plugged in. Um, I think we're uh, maybe ready to move on to the next segment of the uh, the old show. Do you have a musical instrument you can play? And she's grabbing tea it. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea. Talk. Wow. Matt, can I tell you what my instrument was? Because I think it'll be up your alley. Uh, go ahead. So the other day, I ordered McDonald's. Don't judge me. I am. This is something I'm ashamed of. Um, I ordered McDonald's and it was delivered to me. And one of the things I order when I go to, when I get McDonald's is a Happy Meal because I want four chicken nuggets, not six. I want four. Mm. And the toy Ooh. is po Pokemon trading cards. Pokemon trading cards. Hello. <laughs> I have not opened these ones. Um, pretty neat. And they're they're all uh, Kanto region. First, first gen. I mean, I can open them up and tell you. Well, the ones on the, the label were all first gen. Oh, yes. I don't know if that means that all of them are. Do you remember um, Do you remember when Burger King had Pokemon toys and they had to, like, recall them because they were, like, a choking hazard? <laughs> I don't remember that. I used to love Burger King. And then I had a food that made my stomach not feel so good. And now I don't like Burger King as much. See, it's funny that you said that you order Happy Meals with chicken nuggets because I just the other day was reminiscing about my old McDonald's eating habits. And I used to, as a kid, always buy uh, a Happy Meal with chicken nuggets. I had never had a hamburger from McDonald's. For years, I did not have a, a hamburger. It was always chicken nuggets and a Happy Meal. And then one day, and I was still a kid, I got really bad chicken nuggets. Like, they were gross. And I've never gone back. I'm like, it was scarring to me. And I think I didn't have McDonald's for a little bit. And then it became a thing where it's like, oh, Matt, why don't you just try their hamburgers? And I was like, fine. And then I liked them and then things were better. And so I had McDonald's again. But I, I was scarred really hard that one time. Uh, your Pokemon are not all from the Kalos region, as you've now showed me them. Yeah. Gro Grokey, Bulbasaur, T-Pig. And well, I've never seen this one before. Oshawott. Oshawott from the third or fourth generation? I'm not sure. It's not from the first generation. I know that. Um, anyways, yeah. I, I don't eat chicken nuggets anymore from McDonald's. We're in tea, we're in tea talk, not McDonald's talk. Although, I love McDonald's. Um, yeah. We're drinking, let's talk tea. We're drinking the same tea. We're drinking the same tea. Listeners, you, listeners, you might know that we don't drink the same tea often because we have been apart for much of this uh, past year. But we, and, and we are still apart. We're not together right now. We're in separate rooms. Uh, we, are in sep we are in separate devices. Separate boroughs of the of Man of uh, Manhattan and Brooklyn, separate boroughs of, of New York. Um, but we are drinking the same tea. 
And we are drinking, listeners, English Tea Shop's Sweet Vanilla Bread Premium Collection of Handpicked Teas. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to read the copy? I would love you. I would love to hear the copy. Uh, yeah. Okay. We have captured Christmas baking at its best with our smooth, sweet vanilla bread, black tea, and vanilla fusion, along with, a, with lashings of ginger, apple cinnamon, and cardamom for a perfectly sweet treat. Um, does it say anything about milk and sugar on it? Um, no. It says the ingredients are black tea with cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, apple, and vanilla. Mm-hmm. And it gives percentages. But it does not say anything about milk and sugar. <laughs> um, okay. Did you put milk and sugar in yours? Of course I did. I, it's a black tea. Yeah. Um, I put milk in mine, but I'm kind of thinking I'm, I think I might like it better without. Is that a weird, it's a weird thought? I don't think it's a weird thought. I think it's a, I know you make lots of tea, so... Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been on the milk train with with black teas a lot, but uh, typically I'll have like because I make like three or four cups, I'll have like a couple with milk and a couple without. So I am trying to I'm trying to gauge my certain teas whether they're better with the milk or not without without the milk. Hmm. But I smell um, this one, and I think it like I I have, I have a pot with no milk, and I have a cup that I'm drinking from with milk in it, and I think it smells better without in the in the in the straight one. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Matt, do you taste the cinnamon? I do. It tastes a little like drinking a pie. <laughs> like pumpkin pie or apple pie? Uh, like apple pie. Okay, that makes sense because there's apples in it. It's it, it feels like eating, it feels like drinking just the, I guess not the pie, but like the, and not the apple, not the solid apple parts, but the filling of that's in between the apple parts in an apple pie. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Okay, I, I know, I understand what you're saying. Um, I guess to go along with that, do you taste the vanilla in this tea? I do. I do taste the vanilla. Okay. I think vanilla, 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 and cinnamon are very strong flavors. I would say. Um, how do you feel about those two flavors? <laughs> well, your description of this tea is very interesting because I will say I've had this tea before. I got this tea at TJ Maxx. Um, TJ's. I got sweet. I got sweet vanilla bread. I love vanilla. We we'll love a tea that's vanilla y. Mm-hmm. And every single time I drink this tea, it's not as strong as I want it to be. No matter how much tea I put in, it just feels like it's like a like it's like a distant version of the flavors. How long did you steep for? Five minutes. Okay, so. I'm on I'm on a website that um, I learned about recently called steepster.com. Um, so I, I tried to log on to that and I couldn't find any teas or anything. I think I have to try it again. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I actually found it. I just found this from Googling. And um, there's only a couple of people who have rated it. I don't know how many people are on this website. I don't think there's that many, to be honest. Um, I think it's still in beta, as a website developer might say. But... Um, one of the reviews is um, long steeps are needed. So I did five, maybe six minutes, and it didn't seem like enough. So it seems like you just have to like let this steep forever. <laughs> but then it gets over steeped and it doesn't taste good. Um, have you have you tried like a ten minute steep on it? 
No, maybe next time. I have a bunch of this tea. Like a bunch. I mean, you gave me a bunch, so. <laughs> and I still have a bunch. Um, yes, Emily provided this tea for clarity's sake. Um, Shouts to me. Shouts to Emily. Uh, cheers to you. <laughs> cheers. Cheerio, old chap. Mm-hmm. That's how you sign off with me every week when we end these when we end these uh, Skype chats. That's how Emily. Cheerio, old chap. She gives me a cheerio and then often gives me a, a weird face because she. I, I feel like because you, I like realized that was the last thing you were gonna say to me for like a week. <laughs> Is something in a goofy little voice. Um, that's, um, I don't well, mind I say, it. I'm just saying that's how you react. <laughs> I will say every single phone conversation I have with my mother, I, I've taken to ending it with going. Talk to you later. Yeah. I get that one. Yeah, I get I get that um, one and, too. <laughs> and I'm so sorry if I um, broke the sound. I can't do it in any other volume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, our listeners maybe have gotten used to you you peaking the level, so it's good. <laughs> but to be fair, I, I have been trying to be better, but that one I'm just truly incapable of doing it in the other volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes that leaks out into other people that I say, talk to you later. Mm-hmm. to people and then they look at me like i'm insane and i'm like oh yeah you're not my mom um yeah i mean you've done it to me and i i don't look at you weird because it's not i don't find it weird coming from you but i thank you you know um yeah i don't know listener um, emily and i go way back <laughs> um 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 i've been watching Broadchurch. And they all speak with Scottish accents. And I did declare that I wanted to develop a Scottish accent, like David Tennant in that show, which is really just mumbling and being sad. Is David Tennant Scottish or British? Or, uh, I believe he is Scottish. And in Doctor Who, he did not have his natural accent. I could be wrong about that. I could be misremembering, but I'm almost positive. Um, I like I I know he's from. <laughs> That general part of the world. I don't necessarily know which part of it he's specifically from. <laughs> Scottish. He could be Irish for all I know. <laughs> I mean, it, whenever you hear an actor talk, like someone that you almost always hear in one act, like it's like um, Spider-Man, you know, he's like super British-y talking and then, but he never talks that way in movies. <laughs> Tom Holland. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then you hear his real voice and you're like, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> Was David Tennant in... Jessica Jones. Yes, he was. Did he? What accent did he use? I don't know. I watched the first season of that, and I remember seeing him, but I don't remember what accent he used. Um, he's great in that. Uh, he's one of the reasons that first season's so good. I gotta say, this is a very unfocused tea talk. I think because I don't particularly love this tea. Ooh, wow, yeah. We, we're, um, we've, been, we've been meandering. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> Um, I was, I've had this tea for quite some time. Um, although it's not expired yet, don't worry. Um, and I, my mom always tells me to just throw it away because every single time I have it, I'm disappointed by it. I, I find this to be a disappointing tea. I agree. If you don't like it and you don't want it, throw it away. But there's so much. It's such a waste. It's called, no, it's called the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> You've already paid for it. It already exists. This tea isn't going to go... The money's not going to go back in your wallet. The tea's not going to go back on the tea bush. <laughs> uh, everything, it's its all been done. And it's, yeah, it's not great to like purposely waste food or whatever. But if you don't like it and it's like not a, a common thing you're doing, I think it's perfectly fine to throw away something you don't like. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's fine. It, it's it's not. It's only wasteful if that's like your way of life. <laughs> if it's like like to I'm constantly, constantly be wasteful. buying this tea. Constantly buying this tea, you're constantly buying things and like you're constantly buying like buying too much food and like it expires and having to throw it away. Um, and not having like the wherewithal to freeze it or whatever, like that's wasteful. But if it's just like, I bought this thing once, I thought I would like it. I turns out I hate it. I won't make this mistake again, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think it's perfectly fine to throw away. Okay. Um, what We talked about my thoughts on this tea. What are your, I mean, I, we don't have to get to our question yet, but what are your thoughts on this tea? It tastes oh. like apple pie, but the filling of apple pie, not the apples. Yeah, like the really synonymy, synonymy, <laughs> Wow, that's a hard word I made up. Uh, yeah, because like you know, there's a lot of cinnamon in that part of the of the um, filling, I guess, or it's not as counterbalanced with like a big bite of uh, you know um, apple. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of reminds you of that. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of sweet, although I don't know. I feel like they're overplaying how sweet it tastes. I don't think it it's not that sweet. Um, Without sugar, I don't. I mean, there's no sugar in mine. I, I assume you put sugar in, in yours. Yes. Um, yeah, mine's not. Mine's not super sweet. It's not. I'd say it's not. I don't know. It's not bad, but I guess like I don't see myself running to this either. But it's not terrible. <laughs> okay. And also, as I drink it more and more, I'm noticing how much more the cinnamon is so intense on this. Thing. Yeah, I do think I. I get a lot of cinnamon in this. Like every single sip I get, my mouth is like that cinnamony dryness. Yeah, and I'll say it's not like a cinnamon tea. No. It's not like those those other like a uh, 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 Roy Boss like a cinnamon. It's like which also I don't believe you like very much. Um, but it's uh, it's a different cinnamon, and it it's it's a it is definitely a desserty kind of taste, which I think is the vanilla mixing in. Yeah. Uh, there's also ginger pieces. Uh, I'm not really yeah, tasting I mean, the ginger that much. If I were to look at this tea, which I'm going to right now, you can definitely, you see the ginger in it. I'd say you see the apple. I mean, the ginger might be adding a little bit of the bite of the cinnamon. Um, like it's just that, it's just the, the bite part of ginger. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, by the way, I've, I've switched to no milk and I do think it's better without milk. All right. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever tried it without milk, although I'm currently using oat milk. <laughs> um, I love oat milk guys. I got oat milk ice cream today. It was delicious. Wow. Uh, Oatly? Oatly. Yeah. Uh, the number one spot, number one, number one sponsor of, uh, MTA buses <laughs> as far as I can tell. Um, and let me tell you, I get it. Why? Oatly great although all oat milk is great um i just have i have one quick thing to say about oat milk and then we can go back to the tea i read online recently mm -hmm. and i cannot verify if this is true that starbucks is developing their own oat milk and i gotta tell you listener my life is gonna be changed when starbucks gives oat milk love. changed yeah i love oat milk and yeah. i'm sad every time i go to starbucks and i can't get oat milk I think that's crazy that they don't have it. What kind of milk can you get there? I believe soy, almond. I feel like there's a coconut thing and then the regular milk. Regular and regular milk. Um, interesting. Uh, I never, I'm not, I'm not a big specifier of milks. 
when I order things. Although I also don't order... Eh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a big specifier of milks. If I go to a coffee shop and there's oat milk, I get oat milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, I prefer do... oat milk and ice drinks. Mm-hmm. But I get oat milk. Okay. Uh, a little inside into into Emily. I, I mean, I should be better at it. I mean, maybe I'll change. I've been drinking a lot of, as we've covered on this podcast before, I have been drinking a lot of alternative milks during the pandemic. So perhaps when I slip out of this and start going back to cafes again, uh, it's possible I might I might start getting pickier with that kind of thing. <laughs> I will say I've not seen any pistachio, pistachio milk. I don't, I've never seen it out, but uh, hey, it's good. I, I, I believe you. I'm just, I've never seen it at a coffee shop. Uh, yeah, I think that it's probably a little too niche right now, but it'll be there. It, give it like five years and it's going to be there. <laughs> Matt. Yes. Would you say, say this English tea shop, sweet vanilla bread tea from TJ Maxx in Lancaster, Ohio, is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Do you think you can get this from any TJ Maxx or just the one in Lancaster? That's a great question. Um, you know, the one in Lancaster is like really unique. In what way? No ways. <laughs> it's TJ Maxx. Although I do think every TJ Maxx is slightly different stock. Do you know what my mom's favorite store is? Is it is it Michaels or TJ Maxx? TJ Maxx. Not Michaels. It's TJ Maxx. Marshalls? Was that what you were going to say? Marshalls. Marshalls. Yeah. Uh, nope. She's a big TJ Maxx person. Um, the TJ Maxx in Worcester has a home goods in it. I don't know if that makes that any bit unique. <laughs> the TJ Maxx in Lancaster is next to a home good, but goods, but they are separate stores and the home goods is newer. Mm. Uh, the and t- they once had this bench that I loved and desperately wanted, but my mom and I couldn't fit it in our car mm. to get it to me. Wow. It was beautiful. It was perfect. What a shame. It, truly? Yeah. You're right. Um, <laughs> uh, I used to go to TJ Maxx and take photos of, of really, uh, really awful crap they would sell around Christmas time. <laughs> and I would post like, get, uh, I'd go to like the gift section and they had like some of the, TJ Maxx just has some of the worst gifts. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so I think that's true. But the thing about TJ Maxx is there's hidden gems. You can find cute clothes. You can find fun spices. You can find fun cups. Listen, I consider, mugs. I consider the garbage to be hidden gems personally. Tease. <laughs> um, this is not um, my I, cup of tea. <laughs> thanks. Um, it's not your cup of tea. I won't give you this tea then. I was hoping if you liked it, I would have given it to you. Um, TJ Maxx. I will say the worst tea we've had on the podcast was from TJ Maxx. Oh God, that sludge we had, right? Is that is that the yeah. TJ Maxx one? Oh God, yeah. that was that's the most toxic tea I've ever been a part of. I feel like now I will say <laughs> I have had good teas from TJ Maxx. However, that sludge was not good. It's I mean, does the tea not stand for tea in TJ Maxx? Jeez. T E A J X. T A J M A X X. Do we need it? Do we need a new um, segment where we just uh, recap TJ Maxx experiences? Um, I I've blogged about my TJ Maxx experiences. I could pull up some of my old blogs about this. Um, uh, I will say. Yeah. I like I like a good trip through TJ Maxx. Um, listen, I've 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 had a lot of things from TJ Maxx in my life because my mom shops there a lot. So I own. I don't even know. 
the full extent of what I own that's from TJ Maxx, but I'm sure it's a lot. <laughs> um, Matt, just what you want to ask me? Yes, Emily, do you find this English tea shop, tea shop's sweet vanilla bread tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? It's not my cup of tea, and I think it's finally time for me to throw it away. I was a little bit saving it so we could have it on the podcast to dissect it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and I think uh, it's time for me to throw it away. I I I, I held this back because I didn't want to. I didn't know really how you felt. Like you, I, I didn't know how you felt about this tea. I don't know. You 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 asked to drink it, but it's rated a fifty-six out of one hundred on this Steepster website. It's only. No, damn. Somehow only two ratings, so I don't know how you get 56% of a rating. Whatever. It's not rated very well. <laughs> um, um, I wonder if you rate, and it's like a scale. Like on Goodreads, you can give it a three or four star. And oftentimes, a book is like 3.1. Yeah, so that's not... I don't have a problem necessarily with that, but in order for two people to have given it a combination rating of 56... That means the ratings are on a scale of one to a hundred, <laughs> which is too many numbers. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, it means someone voted, you know, someone gave it a 50 and someone else gave it a 60, uh, 62, you know, good math. those are two really random numbers. You're right that it's a very weird scale. Um, and I, again, I got to explore Steepster more cause I tried to sign up for an account and then I literally couldn't see anything. Yeah, I, I had to redo it. I tried doing it the same maybe day you did, and then I had to redo it like yesterday or something. Um, um, but no, I I purposefully saved this tea back for the podcast because sometimes I think it's fun to not like a tea. There you go. Um, and I very rarely don't like a tea, so here we go. <laughs> I got to hate on something. Tea talk done? Tea talk? Complete. Um. So, uh, did you want to check in about anything, or? We're <laughs> checking in about past topics on the podcast. Pew! <laughs> Pew. <laughs> um, I guess I don't have super a lot, but this week at school, um, one of the kids was picking up trash at recess, and I made them sanitize their hands afterwards. Um, good. Uh, this is a callback to last week. Yes. Also, if we want to know, my mother truly just listened to the the, tea, the trash episode, and this was her text to me about it. And I think it's a funny a funny text. Listen to the trash episode this morning. Very fun. <laughs> um, um, good. I like I like the description of it as the trash podcast. Yeah. Well, you know what we 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 are the trash podcast. <laughs> um. Uh. Um, yeah. Um, but beyond that, I guess I don't have anything. You know, one of these days I'll actually like look back at a bunch of our topics. Cause I'm sure I have things to talk about, about like everything we've ever talked about, but, um, you know, who's to, who's to say, um, I will say I'm currently looking at a pile of recycling. I need to take down to the recycling bin. Um, but it's been a little snowy and wet and rainy and the stairs leading to my trash area of my apartment i feel like if they're slippery i i'm scared of them mm. um it is, but it is set aside so i can put in the recycling bin there you go um great you are recycling that's all that matters right <laughs> and to to bring it back to another topic it is a blue apron box wow uh you know what that reminds me i got a blue apron uh yesterday Ooh, what meals did you get 
I don't remember. Uh, turkey meatballs. Turkey meatballs is one. And uh, it's chicken and something. And both meals have zucchini in them. <laughs> oh, I love zucchini. So I got two zucchinis for two different meals, which I think is... I, th- I mean, I like, listen, I like zucchini too, but I think it's a little irresponsible of them to send me two zucchini based meals. Can you pick them out? Well, I didn't actually pick these out. They were just like the default ones that. Was it actually sent to you because you forgot to, to cancel it this week? Um, I, no, no, and yes, I, I did. I mean, I had canceled like four weeks in advance and then I was like, so I'm kind of doing it like once a month, but I didn't think to check to switch the meals. Which I think they should send you an, uh, an email saying that it's like meal picking time. But I think they don't want you to cancel it. So they don't like warn you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say I do the same thing. And I, this week, similar thing. I actually didn't know it was coming. And then I got an email to say it was coming. And they were two meals I would not have picked. Um, I think, I think, pretty- I think I'm in the same, I think I am in the same boat as that. Like I did know that there, like I knew a month ago that there'd be a meal this week. But I forgot like until I got the delivery notice. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I wasn't super jazzed about either meal, but they were fine. They were food. I made them both. In fact, I had leftovers for one of the meal for oh. dinner tonight. Very nice. Um, yeah, I guess I'll probably have. I guess I'll probably have one tomorrow. Um, and then the other another time, maybe two days later, so I don't have zucchini two nights in a row. <laughs> I love zucchini. I would eat zucchini every single night. Um, I love zucchini. I would rather switch it up a little bit. That's what all. would you switch it up with? What's better? Um, what's better than zucchini? I mean, I have a lot. Of, like, if we want to do top five vegetables, uh, I, I can go on and on about that. Zucchini is in the t- is maybe in the top five, but there are others ahead of it. That's for sure. Zucchini is not my favorite vegetable. Um, is zucchini your very favorite vegetable? No. Okay, there you go. I think one time we should have a conversation about this on the top podcast and be prepared for it. I'm not prepared. There's too many vegetables wrapping in my brain. We 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 can't do it right now. No, I, maybe it's our yeah. maybe it'll be our summer episode this year or something. We can follow up our fruits, I, which is weird that we didn't follow up the fruits with a vegetable episode, but uh, maybe we can make it happen this year. Uh, anyways, check that out. Three years ago, guys, we did a summer episode about top five favorite fruits. <laughs> you know what, Matt? I think it's time to check out. Of the, of the check-in. check-in. Okay, we're checking out the check-in. Listen, a plug for that summer episode is a great way to end it. Um, Emily, I had the... Last time we did two mini topics, um, I went first. Wow. So, I would say that that means that um, it's time for you to give me your, um, your mini topic, whatever that is. Okay. Um, my mini topic today is making art. Making art. That is my mini topic. Now, I'm realizing we, we had an episode where we talked about hobbies and things we want to get into. I think there's going to be some overlap, but I want to talk about making art. Something I truly love to do. I love to draw. I like to make art. And it's something I never do. Um, but I mostly chose this topic because I'm currently, if I just look off to the side, I can see a watercolor kit I purchased. Mm-hmm. Because I see so many cute watercolors online, and I want to be a person who does watercolor. Um, um, very cool. Um, and so far, each box comes with four pictures. I've done one and a half, and I've gotten two boxes out of eight. 
And I don't know what's stopping me from doing it. Wow. Um, some sort of anxiety or... <laughs> I, I think... Know. I think... I think I've been reading too much. Hmm. Um, interesting. Uh, I have been trying to balance my life with what I, with the kinds of things I'm trying to like pass the time with. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I am trying to make sure I don't do any one thing for too much. Uh, like I love to read and I want to read more than I have in the past. But pretty much all I've been doing is reading as like extracurricular work things. Mm -hmm. um, and so the free time I would have to listen to podcasts and do my cross stitch, which I also haven't done in forever, or my free time I have to do these watercolor kits or make fun meals or I don't know, anything <laughs> is taken over by reading. Interesting. But uh, Well, you took a drawing class, which was maybe, um, maybe a, that was like a good way because Right. Uh, you had like a designated time once a week that you you were in this class and it sort of forced you to do things. Right. Yeah. I think I do need to take a watercolor class. I think that's the thing. I mean, this is the time to take an online class <laughs> if there ever was such a time. <laughs> um, but but I find it very I find making art, drawing, watercolor. Mm -hmm. And there's something very tangible about having a result. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I guess I agree. I'm not a, um, I'm like, uh, I'm not a very hands crafty person like that, like, uh, painting, drawing, etc. Um, but, uh, I, I do like having a finished product, which is sort of how I think about my making sketches, my sketch videos is, um, I was wondering if you were going to bring up sketches for this topic. Of course I am. That's my making art. That's my art. It's art. Um, and then, uh, and part of that, I mean, I do like graphic design for them, like on the computer, which like, that's fun. Actually just now that, now that you're mentioning this, I, um, I'm going to start drawing on my computer. And I have this, uh, I have like a, a, uh, a Wacom tablet, which is like a drawing pad that you like connect to your computer and has a pen. Like it's, it's not a tablet in the sense that it's got a screen. It's just like a touch pad with a pen that you can draw onto mm -hmm. your computer with. And I just hooked that up uh, today, in fact, and I was like experimenting with it earlier because I do want to start draw drawing things on my computer. Uh, I... Yeah. So I've decided if this $1,400 check passes, I'm going to buy myself something like that. Um, yeah, uh, I've, I, we've actually had this in my apartment for years, but it's been kind of unused and it's pretty neat. Just plugs in with USB and uh, it has like shortcut buttons on it. And uh, it kind of, it, it, it connects to your computer kind of like a mouse. Um, mm -hmm. It actually can act as a mouse if you choose to use it that way. But um then it's like, it's like a, it's the stylus is more of like a pen pen. Um, it's like a thick thing. It has, if you turn it around, it's like the eraser side works as an eraser. Oh, that's uh, fun. There are like buttons on the tip of it that are like click and double click. So if you want to do like computer actions and mm -hmm. then, um, and there's also buttons on the pad itself that let you like switch between, like you can set it up to do like um, different tasks like, so I use Adobe Illustrator to do this and you can like set it up so it changes like your pen type or your color or things like that. Um, 
And so it's kind of like it's yeah, it's meant to do it's meant to be it's meant to speed you up in how fast you can do this kind of stuff. Yeah. And also the precision of a pen rather than like using your mouse or, or your finger. Yeah. I've also thought about taking like a graphics class or like a class to use those kind of things. Uh, um, like a graphic design class or Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you need if you end up well, if you use Adobe Illustrator, let me know and I can maybe give you a uh, I can give you a, a hot tip on a class to take. <laughs> I actually, um, I actually took an adult learning on Adobe Illustrator years ago, um, which Illustrator is like the drawing, the drawing, um, graphic design thing, complement like a complementary program to say Photoshop or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, let me know if you need the hot tips. I've got scoops. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess part of my topic is I just don't know why I don't do it. Hmm. Because it is something that gives me joy, but I don't think about it. Now, I it's funny that uh, you say that because I know you don't like posting things. You're not a poster anymore on the internet. But like to me, I do a lot of it so that I can just like I just like do put it on the internet, which is maybe not the best reason to do it. Um, but it does give me like a, it does give me a motivation to do it. Is like oh, I can use this for a thing or like even if it even if it flop even if whatever i design looks like crap which that's a lot of it <laughs> i just like don't use it but if i can think of a reason to do it like if i'm like oh i could use this for a sketch like i could put this as like the title screen in one of my videos or something like that or i can use this to to share something whatever i don't know some some goofy thing i'm doing like i at least have like a kind of objective like ooh, i'd love to put this like infographic out there which is a silly thing to say <laughs> Um, but at least gets me like trying to do something. Um, and I'm still learning all that. So a lot of it does look like, look really bad. And then I just like close it out and I never look at the file again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, cause otherwise your motivation is like, well, I want to hang this on the wall or something. And that's, I do think that's a, that's good for some people. It's not good for me. (laughs) I do think that's a lot of it. Like what is my end goal for this watercolor? Am I going to frame it and hang it up in my apartment? Is that going to be my gift to people? Like what? Yeah. What is the point? Yeah. And sometimes you just have to realize like there is no point and you just do it for fun. <laughs> um, which I think about a lot too. I do a lot of things for no good reason. <laughs> or I think there's a good reason and then I'm like done with, I'm over it. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I do my art. I took, I mean, I took art in like high school and in college and I've always been really bad at that. I mean, I've always been like the kind of person who gets frustrated that I'm not good at it quicker. <laughs> that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm maybe not the best person to motivate one because I have my specific ways I've motivated myself. But, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a one size fits all solution. Yeah, as a person who's vehemently anti-posting, um, I can't post my art. It would break my rules. Um, I mean, what if you just like did a thing where you just posted art? Like that was the thing you posted. <laughs> like once a week, I have to make an art project, whatever that means, and post it. Uh, sort of like that, but also like there's no obligation for you to post anything that isn't art. So like. Therefore, like, I mean, I don't know why you don't post and you don't have to get into it. You don't have to defend yourself or anything. But if it's like something about like, you know, if there's some like 
stigma about it. It's like, if you just limit yourself to like posting your art or whatever, then maybe it's not, perhaps in your situation, it is a way to post without posting like personal things or whatever. I mean, art is personal. I shouldn't say that, but you know, um, to detach yourself a little bit from it and just have like, you know, Emily's drawing, Emily's drawings, uh, Instagram or whatever, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I guess I don't have a real reason I don't post anymore. I just, I just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like now it's been so long. I you can start when, you can start whenever you want. Uh, but well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to like, if you wanted to be, uh, do art postings or whatever, if that was like a way to do it. I mean, I've, I created an Instagram where I like post, uh, video game clips of me playing, which I don't really know why I have that or the need for it, but I thought it was a neat place to like, I don't know. I'll be playing video games and I'll do like a cool thing that I think is neat. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's no way for me to share this. So I like, I made an Instagram just for putting clips of me playing like Halo and Fortnite and Splatoon and whatnot. And I just uh, thought of a good name for it. My art Instagram. Oh yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's too much pressure. Cause what if I'm probably not going to do it, but if I were to, it would be Emmy does art. There you go. I mean, whatever, do it if you want. I'm just, I'm coming up with ways to motivate you and you yeah. can take them or leave them. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, no, it's uh, definitely not a bad idea. <laughs> You're not going to call my idea bad. <laughs> what if I did? What if I was just like, that's a straight up bad idea, Matt. Why would you even suggest it? Get out of here. Um, I'd be hurt. Hurt, hurt quite a bit. Well, <sighs> it's not a bad idea. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know how long we've been talking about this, but I feel like that's all I have to say. I want to make art. I like making art. I got to work on these watercolor kits. So, so what was the topic specifically? <laughs> Motivating making, to make art? Making art? No, just making art. Okay. So just to, just to, just for clarity's sake, um, we did do an episode called Arts and Crafts. <laughs> um, but that was different. Yeah. Um, well, just so you know, you can, if you want to hear Emily talk more about art, art and whatnot and see a photo of emily and i in the same room which i'm noticing is here uh because i just pulled um, it up uh where we talk about say, cross-stitching knitting drawing basket exactly. weaving. exactly i will say that was actually about the things that i do or used to do because i don't do them anymore mm-hmm. um but yeah i was actually referencing at the beginning of this it's more like our i think it was your topic and we getting it was about like hobbies and like doing stuff Wait, what? It was it was before it was before I took my drawing class. Oh, oh, um like learning a new skill? Yes. That's the that was the episode I was referencing at the beginning of this topic. Ah, okay. Um my new skill has been to start doing some more of this graphic design stuff on the computer. <laughs> With my little tablet. Um okay, topic. My topic's done. Topic done. Matt, uh great. That was my topic. What's your topic? Uh, cool. I, um, I have a neat, I, I, my topic is, um, something I'm pretty sure you don't like. Um, uh, but I decided I haven't talked about it, so I, I felt like talking about it. My topic is sushi. I don't like sushi. You're mm-hmm. right. Um, so sushi, for those who don't know, is, uh, <clears throat> usually raw fish. Um, you can get, I think, I think technically it has to be raw fish, although you can get some that is, uh, the food in it is cooked. You can get some that isn't, isn't fish, that it's just like vegetables or whatever. But um, we're, I'm mostly trying to talk about the ones with fish in them. <laughs> Matt, what 
right about this topic. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, so I like sushi. I'm a big fan. Um, it's, uh, something I eat probably once every one to two weeks. Uh, I feel like I wouldn't go two weeks without having some raw fish in my life these days, which is not something it's, it's, it's kind of in my life overall, I haven't been doing it that long. Maybe uh, 10 years ago or so I started eating sushi. (laughs) So, uh, post, I want to say post, post college for sure. Um, I don't know that I, I think, I think in college I wouldn't have thought I had the money to, um, buy sushi. Uh, I don't, I used to think sushi was like overly expensive and now I'm like, actually it's not that expensive. I mean, it's not Yeah, I don't even eat, yeah, Hmm? I don't even eat sushi and I don't, I think you could probably get very expensive sushi, but I also feel like you can get not so expensive sushi. I think the, I think the problem is like, it doesn't seem like a lot of food for the price. Like if you look at it, but it's like. It's, it's still filling and it's still a meal. Like, uh, you gotta be, you gotta be not a, an American about eating sushi. Cause I feel like, you know, when you get that American mentality, you, you think you need like way more food, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's come with like <laughs> me eating more responsible amounts of food and also eating sushi, which I'm sure some people out there are like, how do you eat a responsible amount of sushi? But I do. <laughs> um, Matt, yes, I know for a fact, there's all sorts of different kinds of sushi. Yeah. What is your favorite kind of sushi? Um, so uh, that there's a couple of important things to say about that. So um, I don't know which way you're referring. There is like the style of sushi is can be different. There's different styles. And there's also many fish you can eat. I guess fish is what I meant, but I would love to hear both. Um, so this is not going to be an all-inclusive list. And I might even get some of these facts wrong. So please, if I do... Uh, feel free to email us at tbdpodcast at gmail.com. I'm sure I will get some of them wrong. So there's like, so sushi rolls are the cliche, um, most well-known kind of sushi there is. Um, Those, that's like fish and some other ingredients wrapped in seaweed and then rice, uh, packed in rice. And then they, they would make that as like a long strip, maybe like a five or six inch long strip. And then that's like cut into smaller pieces. And so that's your that's your typical sushi. I feel like you see the most most common or if like someone was to like say sushi, I feel like it's what people, you know, picture in their mind. Um, that's not really my favorite. <clears throat> um, even though that's like a lot of the good ones, like or a lot of the popular ones, like um, California rolls, which is avocado and crab meat and uh, maybe cucumber or some other things, depending on how you make it. Um, and it's it's actually artificial crab usually. <laughs> and, Why is that? Um, I think because it's cheaper. Okay. It's made from, I think it's Alaskan pollock or something, and it's like made to taste like crab, or maybe it, maybe it's like just another fish that kind of tastes like crab. Um, but you can get like real crab, and that's like a different. That's like that would be like more expensive to get real crab California rolls. Um, but you can also get that with just like yellowtail which is a kind of tuna or tuna itself or salmon or something else and um and those are fine um you can also get what what are usually called like special rolls which are like that but they're like really intense and a lot of food like it might have multiple fish in it it'll have like sauces and drizzles and other ingredients um 
And those are like really intense. And like a special roll, I'd say is like you're, it's gonna run you like ten to fifteen dollars for just that one roll. But it's like a pretty beefy experience, <laughs> like a lot of food in one one roll. Um, so that's your classic, most popular thing that you see. Um, and then I'm not sure the name of this one. I think this is actually technically what real sushi is, which is the raw fish on top on top of a like sort of ball of rice. And uh, I prefer that that I like more. Um, usually there's some wasabi <clears throat> spread on that on the like inside, like under the fish, but below above the um, rice. And then we get to my favorite, and there are other. There's actually a few others. There's like sushi cups and, and sushi bowls and um, sushi like wrap things. But my favorite is actually just straight up fish. It's called sashimi, sashimi, and that's just pieces of raw fish in a just like there, just chunks. And you just eat it. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Can I tell a funny? Not this is not funny. Okay. It's just a story. Um. Yesterday. I was watching this video called All of the Different Ways to Cook a Fish, and one of them was sashimi. Wow. Um, I also watched another video called All of the Different Ways to Cook a Steak and All of the Different Ways to Cook a Hamburger. And let me tell you, this man did not know how to cook a steak or a hamburger. Because either, both of them, all of his meat was straight up raw. It was like, that's unedible. It's, it's still a cow. <laughs> Um, it was, it was like some. Yeah. He would take a bite of it. I'm like, well, this is just disgusting. You're eating raw beef. Um. Anyways. Yeah, the steak. You can actually like other like. Uh, speaking of Americanisms, uh, we over like America cooks its steak way more than most other countries. Um, like, I don't. I'm not gonna hear. I'm not gonna speak about hamburgers. People can cook their hamburgers however they want. But steak, steak. Like I've had, I've had really, really rare steak before, and it has been really good. It's not that I regularly do it, but I have had very rare steak before. Um, I yeah. listen. I'm certain you could eat this. The hamburgers in particularly were like, no, all that blood is going to make your bread soggy. No one wants that. Oh yeah, that's that's not good at all. Um, um but the steaks were bright pink, like. Oh, I've had like I've had like purple steak before, which is even more rare than that. So <laughs> I just it's not what I want. And also I think steak is a it's a personal thing, how you want it cooked. Yeah. In this video, I did he did not cook them. He yeah. did not cook them. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Uh, I'm a medium rare person or rare to medium rare kind of person. So I do I do go on the rare side. See, I like medium rare too, and his were too rare. Yeah, I used to be a medium, and I've moved to medium rare, so. Wow. Uh, just, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, sashimi is my favorite. It's just, I'm just eating fish, and I love fish. And uh, I think it took me a while to realize that I don't like the rolls very much, because it's just like, I don't need all that rice in my way of me enjoying my sweet fish. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. is there, so you might have said this, and I might have missed it, but is there a particular kind of sashimi fish? that is the more traditional thing or your one you particularly enjoy? Uh, so I will, so I'm going to say I'm, I'm speaking this from like, not necessarily like I'm speaking this as like someone who's maybe more advanced than someone who just eats rolls, but also I'm not a sushi expert by any stretch. Um, I do enjoy eating it, but I would say that the most common, um, the most common sushi of any of, for, for all of these categories is uh, tuna and salmon 
those are those are everywhere. They're going to be every time if you ever order like a combo thing, there's always going to be tuna and salmon in there. Um, but those those are really common. The next most common I'd say is yellowtail, um, which is a kind of a kind of tuna. I find it better than regular tuna, um, but it's kind of similar. Is it because uh, it's the tail of the fish? Uh, yellowtail is a type, is like the name of a fish. I know, I know. Oh, God, I don't know. Leave me alone. I was just joking. Okay, joke approved. Um, <laughs> um, are you making sure all of these tunas don't damage wild dolphin populations? I hope they aren't. <laughs> I'm not doing anything to make sure they aren't. <laughs> Um, okay, keep going with your story. Sorry. And then I'd say one of my favorites is mackerel. I'm a big, I like mackerel a lot. Uh, that's definitely a less common one, but um, not like, com- like everywhere is going to have it or most places are going to have it, but it's not like as common as the other ones. Um, and then there's more that I don't necessarily know the names of all of them. Um, I will say I've had, I've had, uh, was it octopus uh, that I hate? That's the one I don't like. Octopus is like, it's like so gummy. It's really, really quite bad. Uh. Um, so I read this book, I guess two summers ago. It was whenever I had jury duty. I read this book called uh, something about an octopus's brain. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like they're as smart as us and yet we eat them. Yeah, I've heard this recently. I, I, I also heard in, in a similar way that... Um, well, so the video game Splatoon is um, uh, squid people and octopus people, and they, like, evolve because, like, um, global warming happens and humanity dies out. And Ooh, then tough look for us. These, like, squids and, and octopus and, and salmon, like, develop into land creatures. That's sort of like... I just want to say you did not discuss this evolution part during our Splatoon episode, and I am offended. Keep going. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but... Uh, I, like, I think part of that could actually happen one day because of how smart they are. Like, yeah, why wouldn't they, like, in a million years, like, of, or however long it takes, um, evolve into being, like, a, la- a, a land-dwelling creature or whatever? Uh, why not? Um, well, anyways, I don't eat raw. I don't eat raw octopus anymore. I, I actually had it in Japan, and that was, like, the one time I tried it, and I was like, no, thank you. Not again. Um... um. Yeah, I can't say. I would try the fish. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would try an octopus. I it's like it was it was it was yeah it was rough it was rough. Do you like um, cooked uh, fish? I wouldn't. Um, I would not say fish in general is my favorite at mm-hmm. all. Um, I well, I don't like calamari that much, but I also don't think I've ever had it cooked well. Mm. Um, but in terms of fish. I have actually had raw fish at my friend's wedding in Norway. The, not rehearsal, the like wedding dinner was in this like seafood place and we didn't get to decide the meal ahead of time. It was just yeah. what, it's literally what fish they caught that day. Mm. And one of the appetizer courses was raw fish. And there were other people at the table being like, eh, this is gross. I can't believe they're making us eat this. And I did not want to be one of those people. Yeah. And so I ate it. And it was, I didn't dislike it. Yeah. It was not my favorite. I will say it was not my favorite. But I, mean, I think it, it does, it's not like, it's also a little bit of an acquired thing. So, you know, who's to say if you worked on it a little bit, maybe you'd would, maybe you would like it. There uh, were little pieces of 
Roe? Is what is Roe? Uh, the eggs. No, it was like it was like a green onion or something, oh, like, like a vegetable, a, um, like chives or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked those because it tasted very fresh. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've seen stuff like that. I, you know, they'll put stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if that's what you experienced, but yes, I've, I've definitely seen that with with it before. Um, there are also, some. I ro- couldn't eat roe because that'd be like eating baby Nemo when the barracuda attacked him. Um, that doesn't mean they're fertilized eggs. You eat regular eggs, don't you? Chicken eggs. <laughs> they're not. Those aren't fertilized. You know that, right? Yeah, but I've. But Nemo. Listen, I don't need to get on a when when life begins talk on this podcast. <laughs> um, all right, I'll be I'll be friendly to Nemo. Um, anyways, the, the row row is a big that you can find that in a lot of sushi. I, it's, it's actually honestly not my favorite part, but it's definitely a big part of sushi. Why don't you like it? Um, it's just a little. I don't. It's uh, I could do without it. It's like um, because it's usually it's. Is usually, it a texture thing or? No, I just like don't, I don't just don't gain that much pleasure out of it. Okay. Uh, and it, to me, it's like, it is sort of just like an extra thing. Oh, I should say extra things. Speaking of extra things, um, I, I'm, wasabi? I'm, a, I'm a bit of a purist in this way. Yes. So there's wasabi and ginger, uh, like ginger on the side. The ginger is to cleanse the palate between um, different things. And so sometimes I will use the ginger and sometimes I'll use the wasabi, but I actually have heard and sort of somewhat follow this even though i don't know that it's completely true but that um you know the the chefs make the food the way they're going to make them and so i actually don't i don't do too much with the wasabi and whatnot because i'm like hey they made the food the way they made it i don't need to muck up their their craft craftsmanship (laughs) um so i actually don't use the side things too much but i don't i don't if people want to that's fine it's just i don't Mm. okay and then, uh, see, I also don't use soy sauce. Uh, people go nuts with soy sauce. And I think some people like sushi because they like the taste of liquid salt, which is what soy sauce tastes like. And I don't hate soy sauce, but I'm definitely more, way more of a, uh, I use it pretty infrequently. Or I'd say I use it a lot less than most people do. People will go nuts. They, they fill up their little bowl with soy sauce and then put some wasabi in there and then they dip their rolls in that and like, I'm completely over all of that. <laughs> like if I'm eating, if I'm eating a sushi roll that I don't really like, I will throw it in some soy sauce to improve it. <laughs> but if I'm eating, if I'm ordering stuff I liked and, um, uh, and whatnot, I probably am not using soy sauce. That's maybe my most uh, snotty opinion. <laughs> um, I'll say today, one mm-hmm. of my blue apron meals, I feel like they, I followed the instructions exactly. And the vegetables tasted like nothing, mm. nothing. Sad. And so I doused them with soy sauce. Because um, I was like, I need a flavor here. And it was delicious. There you go. <laughs> it still wasn't as the flavor. Like, it still needed more flavor. But I didn't want to put too much soy sauce on it. Because mm. there's too much soy sauce. It's too much. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a, I like, I do like, I generally speaking, am a fan of soy sauce. It's just like some people really douse their their sushi in it and i feel like that's either not good enough sushi or people who don't like sushi do that um and if you because that's like why i think i like the sashimi the most is because i enjoy the flavors of each of the fishies i'm eating (laughs) um 
And uh, I'm sort of running out of time, but I did want to mention one. I'll, I'll borrow a little time from your topic time. Um, but uh, I, um, one of the neat ways you can get uh, sushi is, um, is, uh, is like from a conveyor belt. And you sit at a restaurant and the conveyor belt moves sushi about. <laughs> and you just get charged for whatever, like, uh, whatever you eat, whatever you take off the conveyor belt and put on your table. And then when you're done... Uh, like most places they will the plates you take are like color coded for how expensive it is <laughs> and it's probably the this this is a guilty pleasure if i'm going to use that on myself because um, it's certainly not the most sophisticated way to eat sushi <laughs> um but it's kind of the most it's kind of well not the most but it's a very fun way to do it <laughs> where it's just like it's going around the whole room and you watch it go around and they have lids on them so it's not gross i was just gonna say I said that's not going to be happening for a while. Yeah, I, it probably isn't super happening right now. But yeah, uh, I feel like you're generally not touching. It's. It, I think it's cleanlier than it sounds because of each thing having lids on them. <laughs> so I have a question: Is it like you take a lid off and you take one sushi roll, or you take the lid off? You take and the. You take, the, you whole take plate? the whole. The. You take the lid and the plate completely off the conveyor belt, and now it's your plate, your sushi. It's usually, like, it's usually like two pieces, but it depends on, like, how fancy it is. It might just be one. It might be four. I mean, they'll put, like, appetizers that way through, so, like, you might just get, like, edamame or something from the conveyor belt. Um, but, yeah, you're taking the whole thing off, and now now it's okay. yours. I mean, I'm feeling better about this. Yeah, I, I think it's... it. Yeah, it's definitely way cleanlier than it sounds. <laughs> um... But it's maybe it's yeah it's kind of a weird way. And then I will, my final word on this all is I love to drink sake while I'm having my sushi, and maybe that'll be a topic another day. <laughs> you do love sake. I do. It's great. Um, okay, I have one question to ask you, and then we can finish up your topic. Me. Oh, you you can ask me any questions you want. Yeah. Okay, I really just have one question because okay. I feel like I've been asking and commenting as we go. But my one question, and I feel like I ask this for every topic, but me. Mm-hmm. As a person who doesn't particularly like sushi, how should I get into sushi? Um, have you tried any sushi yet? Like sushi, sushi, sushi oh boy, sushi. Have you had any that's actually like Japanese sushi? I feel like probably not. So the most popular thing is the California roll. It's got avocado and the false crab meat in it. Um, I'd say that's like a pretty... Yeah, I mean, that's, like, the most popular, like, easy uh, to enjoy one there is. Um, another really popular one is is uh, spicy tuna. So that's, like, tuna kind of ground up in spicy mayo. <laughs> um, people seem to like that quite a bit. Um, I do like spicy mayo. There you go. Uh, so maybe try, yeah, I'd say either spicy tuna or California roll or maybe um, maybe order one of each. And then that's, like, a whole meal that and mm-hmm. like a soup or something um yeah something like that would be good that's a that's a good starter set okay um yeah uh i think salmon i think the reason tuna and salmon are like so common is because they're also like pretty like everyone can kind of enjoy those two like those are like the ones that aren't as weird <laughs> yeah it's like a combination of not as weird and not as expensive yeah okay um all right, my topic is done. Topic done. <laughs> um, do we uh, have any corrections to read? We got so many emails. Um, so I'm just going to read one. Um, 
Okay, this comes on February 23rd. I no longer get notifications about the emails in our our thing because I like to have zero. Mm -hmm. um, um, and so this is what I have to say to you. <laughs> um, this is what Katie has to say to us. She says, Katie Abate Lewin says, I truly appreciate your call out for me to write in again in the getting home from work episode. I really feel the love. A few things. Earl Grey ice cream sounds amazing. And now I want to make some. Stay tuned. <laughs> and this one is directly, directed directly to you, Matt. And mm -hmm. I hope that you feel the pain of this. Matt, I was unaware of your Connecticut bashing via Instagram. I am trying to decide if I want to try to find it or be devastated and be devastated by your comments. Also, stay tuned. <laughs> anyway, be prepared for a slew of emails from me in the coming weeks. I downloaded quite a few apps. Yeah. And I want to say... Um, I believe I'm going to see Katie in a couple weeks and I think we're going to make Earl Grey ice cream. Um, wow. and Matt, how do you feel about her? I hope, well, one, I hope she looks up your Instagram to find the Connecticut bashing yep. and keeps us in check. But also, how do you feel about her call out? So, uh, I will say I, I, I do still get my alerts for these emails. So I did see them as they came in and it was like three of them, like, Three of them in pretty, like, in a reasonably short amount of time. Um, <laughs> again, thank you for emailing us, Katie. I will say, I think these were Instagram stories, so they may not be look upable anymore. Um, I can't remember. I, I know one, at least one of them was because I got, a, like, a rental car from Connecticut, I think, and I, like, didn't want people to think I was from Connecticut. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm from Massachusetts. We have a, we have a little rivalry. And... Um, Listen, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine being called out, but uh, don't don't go looking too hard because it might not be in one of my permanent posts. Okay. If I wanted to be cruel, I could tell you to look through all of my posts and try to find where I start talking about Connecticut, but I, I don't think that ever happens. <laughs> okay. Well, I will say I'm not going to. There are others, mm -hmm. and I will not be. We'll save the rest of these emails for other times. Yeah. Um, is that like the end of our podcast? I think so. Wow. So sad. Um, Emily, do you have anything you want to plug for the listener? Yes. Um, when does this come out? Uh, March 4th. Okay, give me a second. Let me go grab my calendar. March the 4th. I can 4th? still hear you. March the 4th be with you. <laughs> oh, God. And, um, yeah. In fact, March 4th. The reason I know that the Thursday is March 4th. It's because it was in February, was also March, and February is only 28 days, so March is great this year. That'd be a great reason to know, but it is the one-year anniversary of my first sketch I put out last year. I put out um, a sketch, How Many Baskets, March 4th, 2020, and uh, so I'm aware of said anniversary happening, I guess, as you were the listener, today. It's the anniversary of my sketch. For Emily, we're still in, we're still in February. <laughs> it's not even March yet to us. Um, okay, you ready? Yeah, I think I vamped long enough. <laughs> well, I was, I've been ready for a while, just so mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I have Armory Shows um, on March 8th and 22nd at 7. Wait, no. No, I lied. Sorry. Scratch that. I have Armory Shows on the 22nd and 29th at 7 of March. Wow. Um, and I have been doing Moxie at the Magnet Theater. Um. <laughs> And our show will be released 
on Twitch, on the Magnet Twitch, on Friday, March 26th. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll watch that for sure. <laughs> well, there you go. Those are my plugs. Um, cool. My plugs are, hey, my YouTube channel is, uh, I put a sketch, uh, it's the one year anniversary of my first sketch, How Many Baskets, but also check out my most recent sketch. It's called uh, I Sold My Ham. I sold my ham. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so that's my plug. My YouTube channel. It's the only thing I plug these days. Go check it out. Wow. Uh, I think that we're done. I think so. Uh, if you are not already subscribed to our podcast, please do so on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Bookmark our website because some of you want the browser version. <laughs> um <laughs> Please make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at TBD Podcast. And you can email us whatever you want. I don't care what you email us at TB, no spam and no viruses to tbdpodcast at gmail.com. And, um, well, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt Emily. Bye.